never say, Lord. I gave all my money and my time. Welcome to A Spoonful of Podcast, where we dive into the magic of Disney destinations, searching for a great big beautiful tomorrow. Broadcasting from the backside of water. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 101 of A Spoonful of Podcast. I'm your host, Evan Dickens, here with, he's a brick, a brick house himself, Mr. Brian Galloway. How's it going, sir? But yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. I have a, a uh, that's a good one to start off the episode today. And um, hello, everybody. And I am uh, looking forward to this episode. This is another interesting one that I haven't really seen on other podcasts. So I think this will be, uh, you know, super interesting and, and controversial as always. Controversial as always. As always, we love bringing you the controversy. So this is this is an episode, Brian, that we're going to have to redo several times as our podcast grows. But pretty much this is going to be like the top 10 or our top 10. We'll try to come up with a, you know, maybe five for me, five from Brian, honorable mentions, that kind of stuff. A rough top 10 Disney Plus picks, things that we think are the greatest options on Disney Plus right now at the time of recording and posting. This is difficult. I'm going to go ahead and preface yeah, and this. This we, is very we, difficult. It, it was difficult. Go ahead. No, no, it's, it, we're going to disagree, but we're also going to agree on some, which is going to be very interesting, and people could see that. But um, I, I, there's just so much to choose from. There's so much to choose from. This is going to be super interesting. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't know how we can even – I guess we don't have to necessarily – rate or rank them um if you don't want to but i'm just i have a few in here that are going to probably surprise you and i'm not i don't know if these are necessarily okay no 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 i'm sorry i didn't want to cut you off i apologize Uh, so this is let's look at it this way um you're you're on a desert island and you got you were given okay you know what there's enough food and you have enough food and water to live so you're, you're actually not you know you're not dying and starving and they also gave you a little generator with a TV and a, uh, a small subscription at Disney Plus. But you could only pick 10 things to watch. So you're going to watch them for a very long time. Um, <laughs> and you want to make sure you get good things. What are those things? Oh, brother. How about that? Is that... Is that, <laughs> that puts pressure. <laughs> it puts pressure on it's my It's a list. lot of pressure. That's why I'm saying we have to... We want to, we want to give our best choices to like if i am again this is disney content i'm not going to say stuff that stuff that they they have produced as far as movies that you could see anywhere they're part of disney plus anyway i'm saying things that disney produced what what were the what are the things that you're going to be able to watch that you feel that the content is so well done that it is it is better than anything else you see on tv I'm glad you said that. So this, I agree. My list is strictly Disney Plus or family of Disney Plus offerings 
created content for Disney Plus. Um, I have an honorable mention of something that I can mention later that is other places, but is available on Disney Plus. I think is a great pick, especially for children. That's all I'll give away right now. But uh, the rest of my top five are actually Disney-owned companies. I'm saying that for a reason because of one of my picks released things for Disney Plus. So that's what I have. So, anyways, I, I like the Desert Island thing, but that's going to put some pressure on it. And uh, maybe I can use that on a couple of my little picks here to say why it would be good to watch some of these on a desert island. But, Brian, do you want to go first? Yeah. Well, okay. Well, I'll. Do you want to pick the most obvious one? So I'm gonna, I'm gonna. The original. So when when Disney Plus first started, and we 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 can go back into the November. It's November of 2019, right? So that's when Disney Plus first started. Um, the, there was a couple things that were released, and everybody was clamoring for one thing, and that one thing was the Mandalorian. And the Mandalorian, yep. to this day, has never let us down. It is fantastic. It is. One, I don't care if you don't like Star Wars. It's a spaghetti western in a lot of ways too. It is a terrific, terrific show. It's well acted. Special effects are amazing. Um, it, it is, and again, that's why I wanted to get this one out of the way because this—it's a no-brainer. Yeah, it was on my list. Um, Mandalorian is is tremendous, and I don't care who you talk. I have actually never heard anybody say the Mandalorian is terrible. It's not. There's everything about it is great, and even when he shows up on other shows, which I'm not going to bring up right now yet, but when he bring, shows up on other shows, he steals the scene there too. The character, the show, the creation, the group that put that together, John Favreau and all, that, that entire team, they put together a winner. Now, again, I think there was a lot of pressure on them to do that, too. And this was amazing for Disney Plus because right off the bat, they kicked it into gear. So right after I want to get that out of the way, Mandalorian folks out there, if you have not, if you've never purchased Disney Plus before and you're just getting it today, this is something you need to watch. Yeah, and the good thing about the Mandalorian is that if you're on a desert island, you know, like I'm, I'm going to use that now, then you can watch this as a standalone experience and not feel left out. Is it a part of the Star Wars universe? Absolutely. But do you have to know a lot about Star Wars to enjoy this? No, you don't. And so that's what makes this so good as a standalone experience and also is, is just something that's that great. And it is. It was number one on my list. You're right. Let's go ahead and talk about the elephant in the room. Get that out of the way. It's really good. So, okay, so good what, pick, Brian. I'll, okay. So my next one is something that also came out very close to the inception of Disney+, and that is the Imagineering story. So I think the Imagineering story is excellent. It's a several-part series about the story of Imagineering in uh I guess all parts or aspects of Disney, including also uh, the parks. You have Imagineers all the way from Bob Gurr to Joe Rohde, everyone in between. It's just an excellent story of the storytelling of Disney. And so that's why, and I, th I just think it was so well done. There's a couple that have come out afterwards, like Behind the Attraction, some of the other ones. I don't think that, and a lot of people like them. There's nothing necessarily wrong with them, quote unquote, but the Imagineering story was just so well done, and maybe it's just because it came out close to the beginning of Disney Plus, and 
that you know electricity about Disney Plus was still in the air. The Mandalorian was there. You had the Imagineering story. It was just so good, and I think it was well done, and it taught me a lot about Imagineering and Disney and Disney history. So that is one where if, that's really my only like docu series on my list, and I think that's one that would be worth watching and rewatching. I, I mean, I've forgotten a lot about it, and I can go back and rewatch it, and I think I would thoroughly enjoy it. So that's one of my picks. That's a that's a great one, though. I, I have to say. Um, I, I, that is, that is pretty good. I have to say, you know, Mandalorian, I love it, but these docu-series and, and that one, the, the Imagineers one, it, the Imagineers yeah. is amazing. It's terrific. It is something that we needed as Disney fans. We needed that. So great, great choice. So I'm yeah, going to tell you another ahead. one. And this one might be controversial. It might not. And it's something that kind of grows on you and you have to give it a chance. But, um, the, the Mighty Ducks Game Changer, the Mighty Ducks series. And you know, people at first were like, oh, I don't know about that. Um, but I have to tell you, once I got into it, I was looking forward to it. I really was. I was looking forward to it. And I'm looking forward to, forward to the next the next go-round. So I think they did that well. They brought back, they brought back beloved characters from movies. Um, and, you know, and they, and, they brought him back, and and they got pretty much you know a good percentage of the people came on you know especially Emilio Estevez, um, which was great to see him back. It it is great, and I I really like it. And again, I I, I base things on do I look forward to the next episode? My am, am I am I watching it? And I'm ready for the next yeah. one. And I, sometimes I get sad if they're if they're coming out every week and I don't get to see it. I uh, it bothers me so. This was one of them. I really liked it. You know, I liked the Mighty Ducks original ones. Um, and I was really kind of, I was a skeptic on this. I said, oh, this is, they're going to screw this up. No, it's, it was terrific. And I love the Mighty Ducks. That's a great pick. I've not seen it. So sorry. But <laughs> I know That's it okay. has received really good reviews. And I know that I need to put it on my list. There's so much on my list. So much that I still even on Disney Plus that I want to watch. But that's a good pick because a lot of people do like it and it has been very well received. So that's good. The next one on my list is um is pretty predictable. I think my last two are not very predictable, but the next one on my list is gonna be Loki. Um this is a series that I was kind of ho hum about. I was wasn't necessarily looking forward to it. I wasn't not looking, not not looking forward to it. However, you want to put that, I was just kind of indifferent about watching this. But as I started watching it, I became obsessed with the TVA, the Time Variance Authority, and what happened when Loki, you know, kind of stole the Tesseract again. But it caused a timeline variance, and he was a variant. And without sharing too much extra, like it just goes from there. And it's such a deeply involved and well-written story to me that I think going back to your desert Island uh, situation there, Brian, you could watch this and occupy your mind with all these theories of what's happening. What's not happening now. Would you be a little lost if you've never seen Marvel stuff? Yeah, probably so. But the concepts in of itself are really creative and just very well done. I, I think that um, what's his name? Tom Huddleston does an excellent job. And uh, was Owen Wilson as um, Mobius? Is that his name? 
I, I yeah. just think that like they just do such a it was such a well written show and the storylines and different intertwining and what happens at the end it's it's gonna affect the whole MCU going forward what happened at the end of Loki and so I, I just that had to be one of my picks it was one that I thought was an underdog in my opinion because I was not looking forward to it but now it's on my list so I mean that's this goes to show and I think this is a good time to insert a little plug here for just trying something new you know if you're scrolling Disney plus you're on the fence about something try it out see if you'll like it it may end up being one of your favorite things it may end up being on your top five list and you just didn't even know it it's got really good content and you know just kind of go out of your box a little bit and say maybe this is something that I may enjoy I may not enjoy it but let's try it why not and if you do that you may end up with a Loki on your list you know something on your list that you never would have put there and now you have a favorite so I encourage you venture out and go and look up stuff. So that's my soapbox on that one. Now, and and the thing about it is, you also get alligator Loki. So that is yeah, one of do. the best characters that came out of nowhere and has become a cult classic all over the place. Comic cons oh, yeah. and things like that. You, there's Loki uh, alligator Loki things all over the place. That's big, but you know Loki's a, Loki's an amazing character. They yeah. did a great job with it. They expanded it beyond where anybody would have thought, and it really made you think. Terrific show, very well done. Again, well acted. Yep. Um, yep. You know, I think we're 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 actually we're getting a, you know, we're having a theme here with all of our picks so far. They're either very well done, very well directed, very, you know, very well acted, um, and and it's great content. You know, great. I think you know the the, the term that over the years never really was around there. People, when they talk about TV now, they say great content, great content. Um, right. I think Disney plus has amazing content and they have, they have something for everybody. So my next pick is going to be a very dramatic thing. It's not a typical Disney thing, but it's an exclusive thing to Disney plus. And this is something that I had a conversation, a long conversation about with some couple people the other day. Um, and we just still can't get over how, incredible it was so the Beatles get back which is a it's a four-part documentary on the Beatles as they were winding down their their time together and it was it, so they they were at a point where they had they already were famous they had put out tons of albums they they were starting to maybe start to go their own way they were they were starting to divide but they still were all good friends and they, there, there was magic between them, right? So here we're talking about Disney with magic. The Beatles were magic. The four of them together were magic. But there were things that came in that um, that intercepted that, you know, um, basically Yoko Ono. But this, this documentary, it was never seen before. It was footage that was never available before. And it just shows you them sitting in a room, making songs, trying new things, and these are famous songs that everybody, you know, you, you, you don't even have to be a Beatles fan. You would know a lot of these songs. And just to see yeah. how creative these people were and what they did, I was blown away. And I, I, but then you also see how they divide. And then it gets a little sad because you start seeing, wow, you yeah. know, these are, these are, these people, they're just such good friends. And now they're, right. they're breaking up. And it's sad. It's sad to this day. They, they didn't need to break up. But anyway. I think this was exclusive footage. It was only on Disney Plus. 
No one equates the Beatles with Disney. It's, it's not. It's something that you don't typically see. But this is the only place you can see it. And when it went like the opening day when it went live, it, I, I don't know if it, it, for at the time it might have set records. I know it was probably passed by by Obi Wan or other things. But um, it was a tremendous hit. And again, it there's it actually creates a lot of fodder, a lot of coffee coffee room chatter because this was not available before. And there's so many generations of people that are fans of the Beatles. Yeah, that's a great pick. I never watched a documentary. I, I'm not a huge Beatles fan, but I understand and feel the weight of the impact they had on pop culture altogether. And I know several of my friends also, when it first came out, talked to me about how amazing it was and how it was exclusive footage, never before seen stuff. Um, so that's an excellent pick. I love the diversity of our picks so far. Um, I'm going know, to, and there's nothing, yeah. to, and every one of them, they're, they're all things that I could have actually put on my list too. Like, like that, this is week. week if we had 20, maybe they would have all been the same. You don't know. Yeah. Well, probably not this next one. Um, this one, is, <laughs> this one is, uh, if you're, if you're on a deserted Island, yeah, I'm going to keep using that Brian. Now that you said it, of course, there you go. I like that. I know it's I keep good saying one. it, but it is good because you need something a little bit corny. You need something that, you know, if you're watching the Imagineering story and you're watching about the Beatles and, you know, all these, these the Mandalorian, these deep dramatic shows, you need to get a little bit of humor, bring in something. Um, I'm going to bring in something from the Muppet family, which is exclusively on Disney Plus, And that is going to be the Muppets Haunted Mansion. Um, this was... <laughs> Not well-received by some um, because people thought it was going to be like a whole new Haunted Mansion movie. It was never going to be that. It's it's the Muppets. You know, they're, they're whimsical. They're fun. They're dad jokes. They're, they're the Muppets. And I thought that this was just, yeah, did it have some cheesy songs in there and stuff like that? Sure. But like, you know, Gonzo was our host and he brought us through this whole experience into the house. And it was just funny. There was a lot of... Uh, famous people in it. Um, you had a direct connection to Madame Leota herself show up in the, the movie. Uh, it just, for the Disney nostalgic park fan and the Muppets fan, it was an amazing, uh, it was just amazing. Yeah, no, it's, it, I, I have to tell you that I like that too. It was very good. I, it I, was good. I, I know, that, but a lot of people, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's not, it's people need to give that a chance. They really do because it's actually really, really good. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you brought that one up. It, it's funny. It wouldn't have made my list, but I, I can't disagree with you because it was good. Um, well, and, no, and a lot of people choice. thought it was cheesy and, you know, but it's something whimsical. It's a whimsical option that, um, just it's, it's funny. It's just, it's family friendly, you know, it's just a good balance to the list. So I really enjoyed it. And I, like I said, I'm glad you did too, but, and, and some people didn't like it, but I thought it was a great, not only was it great, like I said, for the parks fans and haunted mansion, all that nostalgic aspect, but for fans of the Muppets, I think that's a good pick. I mean, you got to understand the Muppets and who they are and what they represent and how they are they have, they whimsical have and big, big yeah. fan base. They have a monster. Oh fan yeah. Base. The Muppets have a monster fan base. Absolutely. Probably, you know, as so, big as any, as big as any, any Disney entity, yeah. the Muppets have a bit bigger as as good right. a fan base. Yeah. And I wanted oh, to pull great, them great in too. Pick. You know, Muppets. So, so that's that's one of my picks. 
It's a good one. To, well, you know how to, and, and see, and get it, another thing. You know, we're not even talking about all the Disney movies and from the vault or whatever they said, because they're there and they're right. part of that thing. And, and you see them yeah, there, right? Yeah. You could have had them on your, you could have had them on your, in your DVD collection also. So it's not, but these are things that didn't exist. Yep. You know, as, as Disney tries, Disney Plus tries to compete against Netflix and Hulu and Crackle and all these, con- and, and, and Prime. They're trying to compete and they're putting out their own content. They're putting out original things that no one else has. That's driving you to want to go to Disney Plus. You turn on you turn on your TV, they want Disney Plus to be the first thing you click on. That's big, right? And and this is what they're trying to do. So the next one is an amazing one because it was something that was on another channel. I did not know that, you know, how what his relation with Disney was, but now it's exclusively on Disney Plus. And it's another one where I have seen or or experienced people having conversations about it to the point where they all knew all the character names and they were talking I about think I know where you're going. this character and that character. Yes. And, and, and I didn't even, as much as I've watched it, cause I've pretty much been watching every episode. I don't remember everybody's name. I don't, I don't, um, I, too many things to remember, but I know kind of where they live and what the, what the, what those stories are. But life below zero is, is a tremendous, it is yep. so interesting to me to see, how people live in extreme cold in all different forms and how they live in that situation where pretty much their entire life is below zero in temperature. And you have to, the changes you have to make to be able to survive and prepare and live and live, you know, their version of a normal life in that cold. And the fact that they even do it, because I just don't understand sometimes there are some, you know, again, I don't want to give away too much and do much spoilers, but there's, there's one person that lives in such a remote area and doesn't see people for the longest time and sees more polar. I mean, I'm sorry, sees more bears or, or, um, you know, animals attack, trying to attack her than, than, uh, than anybody else. And, and she loves it. And that's, that's what she does. And I, I, I just am shocked, but it is amazing. Um, and it's definitely not scripted and it's definitely not, fake it's not one of these fake reality shows because there's some crazy stuff that you see um so if you have not given it a chance it's very eye-opening it's it's very different than anything you've ever seen like it's nothing like one of these other reality shows check it out it's it's pretty cool you can watch you can pick it up anytime so you don't have to it is good to start from the beginning but you can pick it up anywhere yeah yeah i'm so glad you brought nat geo in because my last pick is also a Nat Geo pick. Look at us. I mean, this is cool. Like the diversity of Disney Plus. That's what's so cool about it. So National Geographic came out with a show narrated by Michael B. Jordan. Um, famous Ooh, actor. I know this one too. This and is this is, uh, yeah, this is America the Beautiful. And it is amazing. I'm only three episodes in, I think. Uh, but the footage, you know, like 4K, amazing footage. Just you know, and, and even stuff that they say in nature that has never been filmed before, they'll show it. And it's it's amazing. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and describe all these nature scenes, but you could list a, a plethora of different shows about nature and stuff like that. But just, you know, it just amazes me, the, the footage that they're no, able no, to it's get. Amazing. It's amazing. Uh, and, it's, and, you know, it's just, it's, yeah, go ahead. No, no. So, Evan, Walt Disney himself was a big nature person he a lot right. of the films that he filmed at the very beginning of of his career were you know as he was 
deviating from the characters and trying to figure out what to do. And I know that, you know, there was the war and he had to do war. He did a lot of war films and he did, um, he did uh, a lot of documentaries and he went into the nature stuff and his, na- his nature films to this day are still, still hold up. If you ever go back and, and they're actually on Disney plus, you go look for them. They're on there. Um, they do hold up. This is even 10 times better. If he, this is, we should have had this on, I know I think about this now in our episode and we talk, well, what would Wilt, uh, Walt think today? What would Wilt think today? No, not yeah. Wilt Chamberlain, but Walt, what would Walt think today? And he would love this, this, this series. He would love this. Oh, this yeah. could be one of his favorites because that's what he wanted to show people. The beauty of, of the world and the beauty of America and, and how, you know, he's such a patriot. Um, and, and that, that is great. And this is, this series is, is falling right into that. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's kind of a no-brainer, the assumption of National Geographic by Disney. That's, like you just said, the nature tie-in, what Walt loved, you know, you talk about, I mean, Animal Kingdom, animals tying into animation, um, look at Mary Poppins, you know, the whole, go, go watch uh, Saving Mr. Banks, it's an amazing movie, but talks about yes. how, you know, Mrs. Travers didn't want... Uh, any animation in her, her movie and Walt was about it. And what was the animation that he wanted? It was penguins. He wanted to add cartoons and that were animals. And so he loved animals and the tie-in of national geographic exclusive content, like what Brian and I have just mentioned, those two shows is, is bar none. There's so much content of national geographic on Disney plus that for nature lovers, that's the place to go and watch it. And this show right here is the most up-to-date filming. It's it's amazing that it's amazing that cameras, okay, can capture this amount of amazing footage without dis- still disturbing the natural environment. And animals are so close to these cameras. I mean, you would think that these cameras have to be the size of like, you know, your pinky fingernail or something. For well, animals not people, to they, notice they, it or kill. They fall asleep in the bushes. No, they, or sometimes these people, I don't know what they do, these crazy <laughs> photographers. They go, they sit in the bushes and they wait 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 and they wait. And then, oh, here it comes, you know, and, and they're there and ready for it because you're you're right. I don't know how they can get that close. And, and I mean, and I'm sure a lot of them, them. Yeah. And, and I, well, I don't think, I think a lot of them aren't actually people out there. I think they have cameras you know stationed on either tripods or fixtures or something but how do you power them for that long because imagine how much editing has to go into you know getting the perfect uh story you know from like the bear climbing out of the tree and like getting those moments and placing them together to where it can be a narrated story for the viewer has to be hours and hours maybe even days of footage that they have to go in and clip out so just that blows my mind um, and continues to blow my mind. But that's a good pick, America the Beautiful. That's actually, if you include Mandalorian, that is my, what I would consider top five. I have three honorable mentions. Brian, is that your five or do you have another one? No, I have another one too. But I just want to say something too. You just said, so, you know, he took, they take the picture of the bear on the tree. But if the bear goes to the woods and then the tree falls, does anybody know? And, you know, just... You know, I couldn't bear to think it. Those two jokes, the bear in the woods, and uh, what does a bear do in the woods? And then also, what does a tree fall? Does anybody know it falls? How does how does anybody know when a tree falls in the wood if no one's around to see it? But um, anyway, um, as I jump from there, <laughs> it, it, these are these are to get you back for the things you say at the beginning of the episode. Um, 
another one that grew on me because it was an original original series. Now it's in its second season and it's really good and I think it's gotten better. Um but the world according to Jeff Goldblum is worth checking out <laughs> because first of all he's an interesting character. He really is. Very interesting. And 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 he goes he goes to the craziest things and I have gotten to you know it's it's like a combination of dirty jobs and all these different things um all mixed together because he'll go and do all these different things and he tries and he experiences it and he gives his he gives his narration which is amazing like I, I have to say he's an amazing narrator um and it's only getting better I have to say, I was really worried about this the first one was okay and I was like oh, okay I'll give it a chance the second one was a little bit better <laughs> and then it went on and I I'm like this is actually good I like this. So it's on my list. I watch it now. Again, it's in its second season now. I I recommend. And again, if you don't want to watch every episode, search the different topics he talks about because you learn a lot about. And he asks a lot of tough questions. And um, you know, he's a strange character, very strange man, um, but really smart. And his narrations are excellent. So I would say, you know, it wouldn't have been renewed if it wasn't good. And it's getting getting some great reviews so check it out that's that that was definitely one of my um either last ones or honorable mentions there yeah absolutely <clears throat> I, I i watched the first episode and i think i gave up so i, I need to go back and and rewatch it again because I, I i think it's interesting yeah, i think he's a okay. very interesting yeah like you said he's a very interesting person but it just wasn't my cup of tea at the time, but I'm, I'm definitely willing to retry it. But there's so much out on Disney Plus, it's really hard to to just narrow down what to watch. But I have three honorable mentions. How many more is on your list, Brian? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do, give those three. Go ahead. Okay. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and say the one that is not Disney exclusive. This is not Disney produced content at all. It is a different uh, company. And... But as far as I know, one of the most prevalent or available streaming services that have exclusive access to it is Disney+. Plus. I could be wrong there, but I don't think so. And that is the beloved children's show, Bluey. Uh, yeah, Bluey, I've, I've watched a lot of kid shows now that I have one. And a lot of them that are out now are just, they're honestly poor they either portray parents as idiots or as foolish or um, as, you know, portraying different people or they're just silly. They're kind of cheesy. Uh, but Bluey is not only comical, but it every episode teaches some sort of life lesson. Uh, it always is. It almost is like a Mr. Rogers, you know, but of the cartoon world, but not the same theme at all. But I'm just saying how Mr. Rogers had a lesson or had something that they're teaching kids. And that is why Bluey is, I would say, I had to throw like a, a children's cartoon on there because I just think it helps round out the list. And I know it's not exclusive Disney or even Disney Plus for sure, produce content, though I think Disney Plus is one of the only streaming services that has it in, in America since it's an Australian produced show. But it is amazing and highly recommend it. So my second one is, of course... Surprise, Brian, this wasn't one of your like top ones, but it also, hey, it's an honorable mention for me. It wasn't one of my top ones either. And that is WandaVision. WandaVision was amazing. It was very slow to start for me. Wasn't necessarily a huge fan of the first couple episodes, 
Then as it started growing, we started seeing what was happening with Miss Wanda herself and the character development there. Obviously, she takes a huge role in the um, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse, which was not one of my favorites. But WandaVision grew on me, especially with Agatha, um, the introduction of that character and, and all that. Just it was a great developmental show. My last pick is actually kind of funny, too. This is exclusive on Disney Plus. Disney Plus produced and released content. And this is Once Upon a Snowman, which is actually a Frozen kind of short. Uh, if you remember in the first movie, Frozen, uh, Elsa is doing her whole let it go on the yes. know, mountainside or whatever. And she creates Olaf in that moment, but then she keeps on going. So we don't know what happens to Olaf. Then Olaf just happens to show up later on. But there's this whole span of time where she creates Olaf with her magic on the side of the mountain. And then there, Olaf shows up a lot later. Well, this short called Once Upon a Snowman covers that time slot where Olaf is created and he falls down the mountain after he gets created and then the story goes on from there. And finally to where Olaf catches back up with, uh, I think it's Anna and Kristoff and Sven. So it, it's for Disney+. Plus. It was released in 2020. It's this whole like in-between storyline um, for this. And I, I thought it was really, it was a cute show. And I know Ezra liked it a lot. We've watched it several times. It's got some own little, you know, music type things in it. And it's just, uh, it was good. And I think it's a, for the fans of Frozen, which is a major, massive hit. It's a good one to oh, yeah. go and watch. So those are my honorable mentions. So, okay. So my, I have a couple. Now, you know, I just want to, I want to preface one thing. I did not go into any of the Marvel things because like I, I know we've talked about this at, at length and we probably it's probably a different episode, but I yeah. like I'm a big fan of the Winter Soldier series. I love the Hawkeye series. Um, even more than I like than I like WandaVision, but I like them all. I mean, they're all great. And so and, and just like Mandalorian and, and I like Boba Fett a lot and I liked oh, I loved Obi Wan. Like those are all great and I kind of that's why with the Mandalorian I kind of I'm lumping all of them in there. Whether you know, you talked about Loki, we you know, the Marvel the Marvel series are all good. There's not one of them that's that's bad. They're all good in their own way. They all they all have different flavors. You know, the, the Star Wars things, they're amazing. We're going to see. We've opened up new characters, you know. Um, I can't wait to see some of the new characters. There's going to be some great things to come. Um, so we'll see some things over the next year. But I am going to say there's my three honorable mentions are, um, one, um, the Doug Days with, with Doug from Up. You know, one of my favorite animations ever is up and and the dog days is great um especially if you if you have a pets if you have pets um it makes me laugh and i will i i seriously will be sitting downstairs watching this all myself and as an adult watching this cartoon and i'm starting to laugh and i'm looking around i hope, hope nobody saw me um it is funny <laughs> um i i also will tell you on another animation that was was i think tremendous they, they did a great job i had no expectations and i just happened to watch it um because it was on and I was doing some work and I just didn't change the channel or didn't change it. Um, Chippendale rescue Rangers was amazing. Oh, yeah. And especially if you like Chippendale, they did an amazing job on that. Um, and that, that, that is a great one. Um, and the last thing I want to say is another original content only seen on Disney plus very well done. And um, one that I, again, I thought it was going to be stupid but it turned out to be 
I like heartwarming um, was Rise, the story of um, um, of wait, I'm going I'm, okay, bleep this one out. This is his name. Um, but anyway, so Rise, Rise, this yeah, the story of G, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo um, was a great, great show. It's worth watching. It's totally even if you don't like basketball, even if you've never heard of of um, the Greek freak or anything about him. You you have to see this family that came over from Africa. They they were they were living in poverty, trying to get by. They didn't even know what basketball was. And you saw this family work together to become a basketball family and to succeed and and, and it's all true. Um so which is it's just an amazing story and it's worth it. I'm telling you has to be one of the best things that Disney's done so far. And it you know, has nothing to do with Disney, but this is a great, great, great show. Hmm. I'll have to watch it because, you know, me and sports oh, are like oil and water. Uh, they just don't mix. But yeah, but you don't have to watch I, But But Evan, it's right. not even it's not even a sports show. You got it just to see what the family had to go through. It's 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 crazy what they had to go through. And it's, it's yeah. I mean, they did such a good job on this. Amazing job. I didn't even know they were doing it. All of a sudden, they put it. And again, I am a sports fan. I'm gonna, I'm gonna basketball. I'm a basketball fan, and I kind of vaguely heard that something was going on, but I didn't know what it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be like a thirty for thirty or something. This is a yeah. full movie with, with you know, with um, actors and actresses that they found that to match what the, you know, what they look like. Had them growing up. Um, nothing to do with, yeah. You know, it's not. It doesn't. You don't even have to like sports. Yeah, it's yeah just that's exciting. Really, really a good movie. Yeah, it's worth it. Yeah, worth I'll, I'll definitely watch it. Yeah. Closing thoughts for me is um, this, and Brian, you've said this a lot, but this is becoming, Disney Plus is becoming A plus, the e-ticket attraction of streaming services. It is becoming one of the top picks to go to. Like you've said before, Brian, you sit on your couch, pull out your Roku, your Fire Stick, your smart TV, whatever device you have, what are you going to choose? What app are you going to choose to go to? Um, it's really given the Netflix, the Primes, the uh, the Hulus, the even the TV services, the Slings, the Plutos, the YouTube TV. I mean, it's even giving those a run for its money because it has TV series and movies and also other brands, the introductions of sports and National Geographic and Pixar and Star Wars and Muppets and Marvel. You have all this just in one streaming service. And that is what makes it so appealing to so many people. And I am so happy from this episode. It was a little short of an episode, a little bit shorter than usual, but the diversity of our list, Brian was so good. And we could not have even planned it to be this good. We went, we did Muppets. We did national geographic. We did sports. We did uh, Disney stuff. We did Marvel. We did star Wars. We did a little bit of everything. Disney like content, like Imagineering story, like Disney Park content. We did everything. And it's it's still only a scratch of the surface. Like we didn't just list off to you, Spoonie, the only things that you should watch on Disney Plus. No, this is just a little bit, a tip of the iceberg of picks on Disney Plus that you can go and watch just to start off with. Um, so Great episode, Brian. I'm so glad we thought we talked about this uh, before that we were going to do a Disney Plus yep. pick. I'm glad we did it. Um, what about you, sir? What's your closing thoughts? So, the closing thoughts are: um, we, 
you know, and we again we didn't touch on anything. There's still going to people are going to say, hey, you missed, you forgot about zombies. Zombies, I know Disney zombies is big, right? Yeah, you, you you forgot some other things. Hundred percent, we did, we did, and we. This is showing you that you log on and look, and you have to find something you like, but then you don't have enough time yeah. in your day or your week or your month to watch everything. So you have to find out what's good, and you have to look at what is going to keep you happy. That's why. Hey, am I am I going to a desert island for a while, and I'm going to sit there, and I'm going to have I'm going to be able to watch all the Mandalorian, or I'm going to watch America the Beautiful, or I am going to see a movie like Rise and 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 those kind of things, and or, or laugh with Doug Days and see all these things, um, it, it, or or you know especially with um if you live if you're stuck on a desert island and you have to watch Late Below Zero, then you really it'll be interesting because you it's, it's an extreme <laughs> difference from the desert island, but um so that. We'll, we'll be able to see all these things, but that's what's going on with this. Disney Plus is, I'm so proud of them. And I, and again, how yeah. they did, whatever their plan was, it's working. It's totally working. And people, people get on Disney's case and they say, you know, the, the parks are too expensive. This stuff is going on. Well, for the value you're paying for this right now. Now, again, I was an original, I joined right up to, I have the D, D23 discount the first time I joined right, right at the beginning, the very first day that it was available, I joined. I knew it was going to be good, but I really cared more to see, to be able to watch all the old Disney movies. Now, that's they're there. They're there. But this is all new content. I never in my life thought that they were going to be on the leading edge of new content. This is totally different than, I wish they had a separate stock for the Disney stock because I would buy it because it's only getting know, better. Right? And, they're fi- and they're hurting everybody else. They're, they're going to knock Netflix out. They're going to, I have to say, this is, this is where, and it doesn't, it's not all family friendly. And, and I also want to preface one thing. We, yeah, we, and I, I did say this a little bit more, but for Marvel, they have everything now. Everything's here, right? So if you're a Marvel fan, this is the place to be. If you're a Star Wars fan, this is the place to be. Yeah. This is where you want to be. You want to watch, you can watch everything here. And there, you know, you know, as well as I do, all the Marvel stuff's great and all the, all the Star Wars stuff's great. So it, it's here, but it's not just that. And it's not just the Disney stuff. There are these other things. And I think that's what we're trying to say. And it's so funny that we did not plan this out ahead of time. So we didn't talk to each other. I knew Mandalorian would be, we both vote for. I knew that, but yeah, it's so too. amazing how the different things that we like. And you know what? There was, there wasn't one thing that Evan chose that I just, you know, I, that I disagree with. They're all good stuff. Everything's good. So all these things are good things to watch and they're, they're quality. Um, you know, there's, and there's so much junk on TV nowadays. Especially on the main, on the main, yeah. the, you know, two, two, four, you know, the, the CBS, ABC, NBC, and Fox, their quality of content has gone downhill. So, you know, besides NCIS and a couple of, there's hardly anything good anymore, guys. I'm sorry. It's a handful. There, there is some quality stuff, but the, there's yeah. a handful. Um, this yeah. is much better quality. Okay. I'll leave it at that. Right. But great episode. I'm glad we did it. Um, very interesting, very different. Um, but Disney Plus is here to stay, guys. Totally agree. Totally agree. So let's take the conversation to the Facebook group, A Spoonful of Podcast, Spoonie Nation. What are your top Disney Plus picks? Uh, we know that they're different. We know that we miss stuff like Brian says. What do you want to add to the table here? And so go there, start, make a post. We'll comment. We'll interact with you. We'll keep the conversation going. Tell us how we're wrong. Tell us what else we need to add. We're definitely open to the conversation. We're also on Instagram. We're on Twitter. You can email us. Info at a spoonful of podcast.com. 
Um, you can also rate and review us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. Again, we are so grateful that we've made it over 100 episodes. We are grateful for our community. We're grateful for our listeners. We're grateful for you to just stick along. I mean, Brian and I, you know, and when we've talked about this before on our, you know, kind of how our recap show, we just kind of started this and it's grown into something that I think is becoming and is now even more than we would think. So again, not to rehash all that, but we're just grateful for you and being here with us as well. So without further ado, broadcasting from the backside of water until next time, we'll see you then. Take care, everybody. Thank you for listening to A Spoonful of Podcast. You can find show notes, ways to follow us on social media, and all episodes on aspoonfulofpodcast.com. Now that you've experienced the magic, it's time for the most dangerous part of our podcast, the return to civilization.